What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 416th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Greg. Hello. Welcome to the midpoint of the year. You're going to want to stock up on super potions, some paralyzed heals. The gyms are only going to get harder after this point. You're just at the halfway point. Will also here. I have a Pokemon dilemma. I need some assistance resolving with oh, some no. wisdom and insight. Greg, you should know what the problem is. Your segment's not till the end of the show. This is not Pokemon <laughs> of the week. This is Pokemon <laughs> problem of the day. Okay, all right. My shiny Venipede showed up about four months before I was expecting it to. <laughs> And I'm not ready to start shiny hunting my next bug. Wait, what game did you shiny hunt Venipede in? See, this is how you and I just do not relate because you're <laughs> not on Snapchat. Correct. I have been doing bug shiny hunts on Snapchat every, <laughs> let me not use an expletive, day for probably the past two and a half years. Who's on Correct. Snapchat anymore? We're Greg, on everybody. We're Greg's on the, the Instagram TV. Uh-uh. Oh, look no, at, no, 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 no. Instagram influencer TV, which is Facebook Garbo TV, is not the place to be. Nah. So the issue is I was most likely thinking that my final, because this will be my final bug to shiny hunt, was going to be uh, Snow slash Frostmoth, but... My buddy Josh here in Minneapolis is a huge slacker and has not given me the Pokemon I need to complete my Pokedex. He was going to give me the shield exclusives so that I could get that shiny charm. So without no shiny charm, I'm not shiny hunting in Pokemon Sword. And I don't want to play Pokemon Shield because I was going to have a shiny bug team for Pokemon Shield. What's the answer? What do you, what do you, I am a shield player. I was literally there yesterday. I know, but I, it's just like, I was trying to, Josh was like, I'll hook you up, dude. And I was like, okay, Josh, what? let's do it. Hey, who is this Josh person? They are unreliable. Well, obviously that has a, been a proven point. He cute though. <laughs> Even more unreliable. You know, cute boys are unreliable. <laughs> if only I could learn that lesson. <laughs> Not right, only Steve. on my LinkedIn profile do I brag that I'm level 40 times 2, but I also have a complete Man. Pokemon sword and shield decks and Isle of Armor decks. See, but the thing is like if I get Pokemon from you guys, it's it's <laughs> like not trying. I, I like I want what? to kind of like share my experience with the community. I want I want to build my friendships with other it's people. It's 2020. <laughs> There's no trying anymore. There's getting by. <laughs> There's just taking the port in the storm. What do you what do you what do you miss? An ice cube? I'm swimming in ice cubes. I I need ice cube, cursola. Got, Got it. Uh what else is a shield exclusive? Zamazenta? Um, yeah, well, I mean, do you need that for the shiny charm? Yeah. Yeah. Oh dang. Well, I need to touch trade on that. Got it. I got it. I got them all. I think Shield has Sableye because I think Sword has Mawile. Oh, and anything that can breed, I, I, I gave up. There, there is where I gave up hope, and I started breeding my own dudes. Uh, so. Let's see, Shield, 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 Shield. All right, that's fine. I mean, if you guys want to hook me up, then then we'll seal the deal, and I'll start shiny hunting on them snooms. Well, speaking of hooking up, 
But Excuse the me? Best, we yeah, finished mm-hmm. our eHarmony conversation before the podcast. This is the best started. transition this podcast may ever have <laughs> going into news. <laughs> Speaking of hooking up, this is off theverge.com. Pokemon engagement ring has gone terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to talk about this? This was sent in by Stuart in our Slack channel. Anyway, before we talk about this engagement ring, uh, we got a lot of Pokemon Go news this week, and we have some video game slash TCG championship stuff going for currently and then getting ready for the 2021 season, which who knows if there will even be a 2021 um, at this rate. That's, that's, the, that's the show. Japanese jewelry company Ginza... Tanaka is selling Pikachu-inspired rings. Uh, this is a partnership with the Pokemon Company. These are not knockoff rings. Uh, for couples looking to make their marriage themed, there are two concepts here. They run roughly 115,000 to 346,000 yen, which translates to about uh, $1,000 to $3,000. It's a Pikachu head emblem with I Choose You graved inside of the band. And uh, one is like the Pikachu head and then one is like the two Pikachu tails. That's it. <laughs> that's that's all there is to the story, I guess. <laughs> the transition the Pokeball- was better than the story. <laughs> the Pokeball ring was good. They've done plenty of jewelry before. So yes. Th- this is like not really a, a shock. I think actually if you were to go on to... PokemonCenter.com, they have a they they have rings. They have anywhere between like a hundred to hundred and fifty dollar rings. They have eighty dollar earrings. They have two hundred dollar bracelets. I'm sure there's somebody out there that really wants to it wants a Pikachu wedding ring for a thousand dollars. I'm sure that person exists. I'm sure they will be very happy. I don't know. As much as I love Pokemon, <laughs> I don't know if I need my entire life Pokemoned out. I mean, this spring has only gone terribly wrong from a matter of perspective. Some of Correct. us think it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, Megan from The Verge really, really not into this ring. Well, then it's not for her, Megan. Move on. <laughs> also, I just think the ears would hurt after a while. Yeah, I agree. Like, you'd have to either wear it away from your knuckle so that you weren't constantly digging those ears into your hand. Or I don't know what you're going to do. Mm. Yeah, because if you, yeah, if you, like, bend your fingers back, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hmm. Like. Either either way. There's no there's no hand model here. Uh, well, somebody calls up Seinfeld from 25 years ago, and let's go with the joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a hand model joke in that. Don't. I, but, what, no. no, I'm just spouting nonsense here. Don't. Stop. <laughs> I will say that th- this is not the first time they've done wedding stuff. They had a complete wedding thing last year. I'm assuming what they do is they probably make a limited supply of these. They sell out and then they go, well, it's wedding season again. <laughs> what, do we, what do we have in the pipeline that we could produce? Um, but last year when I was in Japan, they did, have the, they did have wedding stuff. I think they even had it where you could actually pay for an entire Pokemon-themed wedding, specifically in Japan, where Pikachu would show up. Uh, they did have wedding stuff at the Pokemon Centers, and Irene and I bought little wedding flutes. Like champagne flutes? Yeah, champagne not, flutes. Not musical flutes. Right. The instrument. 
And one had, like, Mrs., and then it had the female Pikachu, and then one said Mr., and it had a male Pikachu. Obviously, that doesn't work for any gay couples, but for the standard male-female Pikachu couple, well, I (laughs) I guess maybe you could just buy (laughs) two of them, (laughs) and then you have two Misters or two Misses, but then you gotta figure out where to do with the other. Anyways, besides that, we do have these, these Pikachu flutes. I think they were, like, oh, gosh, they were probably, like, 60 bucks. The package, like, there's a... I mean, you're paying because they slap the word wedding on it, and they're they're paying off your emotions at that point. But I like them a lot. We've never used them. They're in our cabinet, in the fancy box. How have you never used them? I thought you were going to use them on the first year thingy. Yeah, the anniversary dealy. Uh, look, Irene and I hung out on our anniversary, and then we were like, should we bust out the champagne flutes? And we were both like, nah, let's go to bed. <laughs> We uh, hung out all, on our anniversary. Already, the downward slide begins. <laughs> Romance is dead in this country. I can't be bothered to get my Pikachu champagne flutes. This is not specifically Pokemon news, but uh, the podcast awards, podcastawards.com, are open. From now until July 31st, I did throw our little old podcast into uh, the hat. Uh, you had to pay to throw yourself into the hat. It, <laughs> um, I think the, the problem that they've expressed is podcasts will get nominated and win, and then those podcasts will not care about winning. Mm. So then they would get a trophy made for somebody who has no interest in winning. It's just their fans voted for them. and. In order to even get nominated, the podcast has to pay an entry fee. It's not that much. It was like, I think like 50 bucks or something. And then you will go onto the list. So that way, podcasts who do not care about winning do not win. Well, they don't get entered for consideration. Right. Yes. So we are entered for consideration. I believe there are 15 or 20 gaming podcasts. They will only take the top 10 to the finals. Uh, so if you would like to help out, do the nomination. I timed it. It takes about 60 seconds. You do have to make an account, but you go to podcastawards.com. You click the big button that says click me. You make your account and then you can. We're under the gaming section. There's a bunch of other podcasts under different fields. If you want to vote, you don't have to vote for them. You could just vote for gaming, but uh, I will probably remind you guys every episode. Uh, so the <laughs> $50 doesn't completely go to waste. But I really think we could actually win this year. I think between our Slack and our Discord and the Twitch and all our podcast listeners, I think we have um, a pretty decent audience when we tried this. I think we tried this, geez, like seven years ago. So I think I think we got a pretty good chance of winning. I can't tell you who we're really competing against because I don't know what the final 10 people will be. But I don't think something like Giant Bomb or The Instance, I don't think they care about this kind of stuff anymore. So I don't think we have to worry about those juggernauts. That exist in the gaming space. Um, so podcastawards.com if you want to help out with that. Okay. Do you want to do Pokemon Go stuff or do you want to do video game championship stuff? Hmm. Let's uh, do the video game championships yeah. first because that's why I tuned in. And then I can just tune right on out for Pokemon Go. Okay. Cool. This is off Pokemon.com. This is the 2020 Pokemon Video Game Championship VGC format rules. Uh, they have changed because of Isle of Armor. The following Pokemon are now now permitted using the official video game championship format. Pokemon in the Isle, Isle of Armor Pokedex, including 
Kupfu, and Urshifu are now permitted. Blastoise, Venusaur, Rillaboom, Cinderace, Intellion, and Urshifu, Gigantamax, Factor, permit. I don't know why they said Gigantamax Factor and not Gigantamax Form. Maybe that's actually what you call it, are permitted. The Gigantamax Factor. <laughs> Cobalion, Terrakian, and Verizian are also permitted. They don't exist in the Isle of Armor, but I guess, hey, <laughs> you can use them if you want. And well, yet. I mean, I'm sure they'll get added in at some point. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're part of the Crown Tundra with uh, probably every other legendary Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon with the battle-ready symbol that would otherwise be eligible for competition are permitted. Now, we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago. We'll talk about it again. And you might be asking, like, why can you use Cobalion, Terrakia, and Verizian if you cannot catch them? Um, in past v- official competitions, you have to... Well, at least in Sword and Shield, you have to use Pokemon with the Sword and Shield symbol. Just like in Sun and Moon, you would have to use them with the... I think Sun and Moon was like the Pentagon symbol, and then X and Y was the Clover symbol. Sure. Sword and Shield, it looks like kind of a Pokeball with a swish through it. Uh, But anyways, when even if you did not purchase Isle of Armor... When you did the update to add Isle of Armor, there's a dude in the Rose Tower... That just suddenly appears. He's just standing by the elevator. You talk to him. He will take any of your old Pokemon. And he will make them battle ready. Meaning, if you caught a shiny Charmander in in Diamond and Pearl. That's not true. You can't find Charmander in Diamond and Pearl. But <laughs> if for whatever reason Maybe you, you did. you hatched it. You could hatch yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. It. yeah. There you go. You if could you, have bred it. If you... If you First discovered the Masuda method in Diamond and Pearl, and you bred yourself a Charmander, and then you moved them all the way up into Gen 7, and then all the way up into Gen 8, because that's where we're all, we are right now. And you're like, man, I wish this Charmander could be ready. You could talk to that guy in Rose Tower, and he will make your Charmander permitted into battle, and you can use it in an official tournament, which is a huge, 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 huge change. I I honestly, I cannot state enough how fantastic I think that is because I just, I have so many competitive VGC teams that, you know, people made for me and traded to me or that I bred for myself and put together that I, it's like, I can finally use them again. And that's super exciting. I don't care if they're no good anymore. It's just like, these are my special friends that I had from the past. I mean, I had that with, um, you know, I, I bred and had a shiny hidden ability intimidate Incineroar from Sun and Moon and I was like okay this is cool Incineroar was very popular back in back in the Sun and Moon days and then Incineroar is now able to be played in Sword and Shield and I was like well I don't really want to breed another one <laughs> like it was a lot of work like I I'll just just do a regular Incineroar this time around because I just I already have a shiny Incineroar I don't want to spin in circles for another shiny Incineroar well, spinning in circles where it's at on Snapchat, but you wouldn't know. Yeah, that's true. And now yep. I can I can just use that Incineroar now, um, which is awesome. And now I can keep my shiny Toracat, a shiny Toracat. I don't need two Incineroars. I got the whole family. I got the crew. Uh, another change, I have been doing some competitive battling over the weekend, is that normally when you queue up for a battle, you see your team, and then you have to hit like the X button, and then you can see their team and your team, but then you have to hit the X button again to go back so you can select your four Pokemon 
but they just did a quality of life change where they just you don't need to do that anymore. They just put the team right on the first page. You don't have to hit X and toggle back and forth. You can just see your opponent's team and just select as as you do it, which is if you probably if you've never competitive battle, you're like that that doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But like flipping back and forth was a hassle. Cause you only have like ninety seconds to think. And so by flipping back and forth and being like, ah, do I want this one? Do I want that one? Having it all on one page is just it really it alleviates some uh some pressure, in my opinion. I could see that. Um it's a nice little change. Same 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 deal. All all battles are double battles. Each player needs a Nintendo Switch or a Switch Lite, physical or digital copies. Players will have to have the Galar symbol showing that they've caught, received, hatched in Galar, or the battle ready symbol showing they've transferred from another game and adapted to the battle in battles in Galar. All Pokemon from the Galar uh, regional Pokedex and the Isle of Armored Pokedex are permitted, except for mythical and certain legendary Pokemon. All Pokemon that can currently Gigantamax are allowed. Uh, Cobalion, Terrakion, Verizion are permitted. All Pokemon will be level 50. Duplicate Pokemon not allowed. Duplicate held items not allowed. Each battle will have a 90 second team phase view. That's what it's called, team phase. And each battle will have seven minutes of your time, 45 seconds move time, 15 seconds, 15 minutes game time. So what that means is like a single game cannot go over 15 minutes, but you just like in chess, you have your own timer. So if you take really, really long on your turns, you can technically lose based off your own timer. But that rarely, rarely, rarely ever happens. Well, at least for me, because I'm bad and I lose well before that timer even comes close. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm chess is not my game. All right, so that's going on right now. That is that is the current format. If you're into that, there is a lot of Rillabooms and a lot of hidden ability Rillabooms and a lot of hidden ability Cinderaces that have seemed to pop up. But maybe maybe you're done with the 2020. Maybe you're like, 2020, a bad year. Not interested. I'm feeling 2021, though. That's not how I live my life, but I'm sure you have a reason <laughs> for saying that. Sure. <laughs> sure. Every day is precious, folks. Well, this is off Pokemon.com 2021 Championship Series information. The planning for the 2021 Championship Series is underway. Pokemon organized play joins players looking forward to the resumption of an exciting competition around the world. Health and safety of our communities continue to be the most important aspects of resuming live events and situations will continually be monitored. The timing for the next play Pokemon event will be determined by health mandates, guidelines, and recommendations by appropriate government agencies. This update is for the 2021 Championship Series which will resume in the next in some form over the next 12 months. Play Pokemon events remain suspended, but plans for the next season anticipate the World Championship to take place in London in August 2021. Uh, the age division for the 2021 season is the same as the 2020 season. If you are in the junior division, you will be born after 2000 you will be born in 2009 or later. Senior division is 2005 to 2008. And if you were born in 2004 or earlier, you will be in the Master Division. The 2021 World Championships will take place over four days, beginning on a Thursday. That's, I think it was three days before, was it not? 
Are they adding I don't an extra remember. day? I'm almost I pumped. don't think they are. No. I, I think it, it's always been four days. Okay. The championship points eligible players earned in 2020 will transfer to the whole uh, 2021 season. Players can add on to any... Players can add on to this. There will be two championship point qualification bars. Thursday players, players who reach qualification bar that is the same as the 2020 bar... Therefore, players who previously qualified for Worlds will still qualify in 2021. Friday players, players who reached a new bar in 2021, uh, when more information is available for qualifying events, players who hit the Friday bar will skip play on Thursday. And the number of qualification points will be announced at a later date. Information on best finish limits will be available later. This is the first update regarding the 2021 season. Please check back. So nothing too exciting. That applies both for uh, TCG, VGC, probably Pokin. I don't actually know what hoops Pokin players have to jump through in order to <laughs> participate. Well, they need to start playing Pokemon Unite because they're going to remove Pokin Tournament from yep. the competition to make space for Pokemon Unite. And I am very happy for that because I am officially declaring my intent to become a pro Pokemon Unite sponsored player. Thank you. You got to join an esports league. We will make an esports league. Uh, yeah. What is it here? The, the Zapparinos that yeah. do it over in the <laughs> over in the in the walkway there. You know what I'm talking about, Greg. Those guys. The Zapparinos. Would you stop? <laughs> over in the walkway. You know what I'm talking it's about, just, though. The frustrating thing is that I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the second time I've killed Greg in two days. <laughs> oh, what is the esports team called, anyways? It's not the Zapparitos. Oh, it's the Rockers. Yeah, uh, okay, the Minnesota KR. Rockers. Did we Minnesota just talk Rockers. about this? Like, yes. yeah. And the the walkways are the skyways. That thing. And they do have their own little booth in the Timberwolves area, Mayo Clinic-y building over by um, the the baseball field. <laughs> but the thing is, is from that description, I knew exactly what you were talking yeah. about. You've already been here too long. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> we got some more news, but I think it's longer than three minutes. So let's take a quick break. with that attitude. <laughs> let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, some charity stuff and some Pokemon Go news. We'll be right back.
Will, your favorite Pokemon returning? Well, I guess not. Debuting in Pokemon Go. Oh, I mean, let's say it's my favorite mythical. Let's add another qualifier on there because Cyndaquil <laughs> will always be my favorite Pokemon. Legendary? I'm talking Kiram. Oh. Oh, you were talking about Victini. Yeah. That's true. You like Kiram, though. I do like Kiram quite a bit. Yeah. Yes. I think that that dude got robbed, but yep. hopefully in the remakes coming <laughs> okay. out next year. <laughs> got Time to start calling for them remakes. <laughs> did not get robbed in the movie, though. Got one of the best movies. Wait, you, you, Keldio and the Swords of Justice? Yeah. I wouldn't, is I one would, of the best movies? Yeah, I would uh, not argue one of the best Dude. movies. Okay, we are, on, we are on a very, very small playing field. That movie is watchable. Most of them aren't. It has a, an actual plot. Most of them don't. That's true. Kiram rocks, and Keldio stinks. It, yeah. All in that movie. It has everything that makes it a decent, rewatchable, swords out fight movie. Well, swords were definitely out. Um, yeah, I'll give I mean, it to you. I, I got respect for that movie because there's no actual bad guy in that movie. Right. See? And it's pretty good. And you're all like, oh, that's a good movie. Just, uh, my my <laughs> biggest issue is I, I don't want my Pokemon to talk in human language. Pass. Okay, that. That has been a problem of the movies forever. <laughs> I don't All think that's of them going away. They can talk. That's not going away. Does Kiram talk? Oh heck yeah! He's like Keldio, get out of my house, dude. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I you, I was the voice sure actor for Kiram. Uh, you were not. You were the voice actor for Keldio. Oh heck no! Come on now. <laughs> Whoever the voice actor was for Terrakia needs a raise, though. Dude, that dude was spot on. Yeah, it's good. Who was it? Okay, go on with whatever you were going to say. Now I'm going to find out how the track Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiram is arriving in five-star raids in July. Uh, obviously makes sense, you know, the ice dragon Pokemon appearing in the heat of July. Look, they did Zekrom and Reshiram. It's time for Kiram's spotlight. Kiram. Oh From July 1st gracious. to August 1st. Larvatar, the rock skin Pokemon, will appear in Research Breakthrough. And then from July 7th... Do they not have an end date here? Never. Yes. All eternity. Uh, Kiram, the boundary Pokemon, will appear in five-star raids. There will be a raid hour every Wednesday at 6. Yeah, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are some spotlight hours taking place every Tuesday at 6. Tuesday, July 7th, it will be Talo. You will earn twice the amount of candy for transferring Pokemon. So if you're doing a mass transfer before GoFest, uh, this upcoming Tuesday is probably the day to do it. Tuesday, July 14th, Zubat will be in Spotlight Hour, double the XP for evolving Pokemon. Tuesday, July 21st, Oddish will be in Spotlight Hour. You will earn twice the amount of Stardust for catching Pokemon. And Tuesday, July 28th, Buizel will be in Spotlight Hour, and you will earn twice the amount of XP for catching Pokemon. Don't forget, GoFest Weekly starts July 3rd. Oh boy, we got a lot of talk oh, about Oh man, so... But before we get to GoFest Weekly, Community Day Pokemon Ghastly, July, uh, Sunday, July 19th from 11 to 5... Ghastly will appear more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Ghastly. 
If you evolve Haunter up to two hours after the event, Gengar will know Shadow Punch. Take a few snapshots for surprises. There will be a special one-time purchase community box, including 30 Ultra Balls, an Elite Fast TM, two Incense, and two Super Incubators. We call that the Scam Box. Yep. The Pay-to-Win Box. And then for $1, you'll be able to access a Community Day exclusive special research story. Um, which I think the one dollars are are definitely worth it. Yeah, I enjoy the story. I uh, enjoy doing the story with Greg and then talking about how we feel robbed. Yep. The bonus will be uh, incense will last for three hours. Eggs will be one fourth the hatched distance, which I I think is a bad bonus. I think if you're still doing these six hour events and you're still making incense last for three hours because you still want people to play at home, then why are you incentivizing egg? Like, you know your players are going out at this point, I guess. But it's okay. The pandemic is over. I am not talking to you anymore. I, I'm not touching this with a hundred bazillion foot pole. You mm. can sit out on that flagpole and wave in the wind by yourself, bud. We're doing community, though, right, Will? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Outside in a nice yeah. art park. Or maybe over at Lake uh, Bidet Macaque. Scott, that's so hard to say. Yeah. That gets real busy, though. Are there a lot of stops around that there? I think so. My Pokeball Plus goes off a lot while I'm riding my bike around there. We'll talk. Because there is still a global pandemic, uh, GoFest will be at home, and uh, there is a lead-up to GoFest here, and there's a a lot happening. Uh, I'm going to try to give you the cliff notes here, but there's a lot. So, week number one is the skill challenge. Flying Pikachu is appearing. Yes, you can find a shining, fl- shining, flying, Pika- shiny, flying Pikachu. That will go from <laughs> took a lot. July 3rd to July 8th. And there are more flying Pokemon in general that are spawning. And Ducklet made his debut. I'm very happy. I like Ducklet a whole lot. But Ducklet doesn't fly, I don't think. Ducks can fly. Yeah, but Ducklet does not. Does it not learn the move fly? Mm, I don't know. I think it can. I think you can sky battle with nah, a duck. I gotta look it up. Can duck that be in sky battles? Move on. They're doing this thing where they will add bonus Pokemon to that will spawn during GoFest. I don't know if this is fun. Maybe on paper it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but who in their right... Okay, so if one million trainers complete the research, Chimeco will start spawning at GoFest. One million Mystic players do it, Alola Mola spawns, and then if one million Valor players do it, is it Chansey? As, as somebody who's on Team Mystic, do not complete this goal. No one wants Alola Mola spawning and taking up... Gar- <laughs> like It's just a garbage spawn that's ruining other spawns. No one wants this. I have news. I have Sky Battle news. Breaking news. Okay. Tynamo the Electric Pokemon can be in Sky Battles. Well, heck yeah, because it's got Levitate, dude. Ducklet cannot. I knew it. Back to your regular s- scheduled rant. Chimeco, as long as they keep the Stardust boost on Chimeco, I think that's fine. Chansey can be shiny, sure. You can always use more Chansey. But no one wants a Lola Mola. I mean, I kind of do. You need one for your dex filler, and then you just move on. It's it, it's a bad Pokemon. <laughs> it might be Gen 5's biggest downfall, I would actually argue. No, that oh. was Basculin. Yeah, Basculin's pretty bad, too. Gen 5 has some bad water Pokemon. Yeah. They, oh. It also has some great water Pokemon. 
Remember Mr. Jellicent and Mrs. Jellicent? And they're Pringles? Yeah, they're all right. They're more than all right. They're awesome. If uh, you complete the GoFest Weekly Skilled Time Challenge research, you will earn access to the GoFest Elite Skill Challenge, a set of difficult tasks that you can complete to earn your own personal bragging rights. Ugh. You do yeah, not need to complete me real the, far in life. You do not need to complete these tasks for your time research to count towards your GoFest. You know, I I like to check the internet. I like to check the rumblings. Yeah, because you're a fool. I uh, look. Somebody has to stay on top of the. Somebody has to have their finger on the pulse <laughs> that, of of what of the Pokemon community. <laughs> it seemed like uh, the hardcore players were pretty happy with these tasks. Really? It was catch 100 Pokemon, catch 100 Pokemon total, uh, catch like 25 unique Pokemon, and then make 50 excellent throws. Ooh, that's tough for Mr. Will Anderson right there. Yep. You have to do it before Wednesday, July 8th. So as of this, as of us recording right now, there's three, three days and six hours left. Well, that's not happening then. I feel so relieved. <laughs> yeah, I kind of when I saw what the the hundred and the excellent throws thing, I'm like, and I get what for it? Bragging bragging rights. rights. Who does that? Uh, I'm Mr. Look, there are, Sarumi. There are, I am not a child. There are, I am not even in my early twenties. There is no point where I'm going to go to my lunchroom at work and be like. Well, 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 fellows, <laughs> guess what I completed? <laughs> I have completed all the incredibly hard, most difficult skill challenges in Pokemon Go. What are you doing? And watching them all <laughs> cry bitter tears. This is not a thing that happens. You're telling me that in your Twitter bio, you don't have... Your Pokemon Go start date, how many times you've hit level 40. Uh, because he hasn't <laughs> no! hit level 40. Hey, I haven't lived at a level 40, period, because that's a sucker's game. This is a real thing, though. You guys know this, right? I do know this, and I actively ignore it, and many of those people go unseen because I don't want to see it. It is foolishness. They have to, like... Have to let you know that they started playing on day one, that they're level 40 times eight, that they have... Uh, that not only have they caught 700 shiny Pokemon, but they've released 500 of them because they're not the most optimal Pokemon that they could possibly use. I think if you're going to make something incredibly hard and tedious and understand that most of your players do not want to do that, 50 excellent throws is... You're you're doing 50 excellent throws on a, and you're making flying-type Pokemon spawn, which isn't like the best... The easiest, like if it was Tauros, Whalmer, and like Nose Pass, oh, I can get I can get fifty excellent throws in about forty five seconds because like <laughs> those Pokemon are so easy to excellent throw on. But on like Pidgey and Taillow and Hoot Hoot, it's it's like a lot harder. And I'm almost done with it. Oh, who's bragging now? Oh, you knew he was in it for the bragging rights. That's all this dude lives for. I know, I know. It's, it's uh, yeah. Uh, n- well, well, who am I going to brag to? Like I'm, I'm just gonna do uh, it for the sake of full of podcast listeners yeah. and an entire stream, a stream audience who's like, "Ooh, Steve got did all the things." They hang on your Mr. No, this, is, this is what happens in this is what happens in my stream. Somebody will come in twitch.tv slash pkmancast be the first time coming in. They'll be like, "Do you shiny hunt?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, I do. Sure, yeah, I get I catch shinies every now and then. I'm try I try to be like 
Be very humble about it. <laughs> oh. Well, what's your favorite? This is what happens. What's this your is, favorite Pokemon? Th- this is the three. This is the three hit combo that I get hit with every time. It's do you shiny hunt? What's your favorite shiny? And then always, 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 it's how many shinies do you have? This is like the three hit combo that a new shiny hunter viewer comes into my stream. So at this point, I've just gone like, do you shiny hunt? And I go, yeah, I have over 900 shinies. I just like, here's, there's all, we've knocked out two of the three questions <laughs> right off my, the my, bat. My favorite bonus question, which I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before is, how many did it take before you got the shiny? I'm like, I'm not counting. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> well, how, but I don't sit here with a little clicker to like <laughs> how many. Look, it was like 18 venipedes, or no, that would have been three days. Uh, 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 65 venipedes, and Mr. Shiny showed up. So who knows? Who cares? I got the shiny venipede. Without the long list of Herculean labors, it doesn't count. Because you could have just hacked mm. that. You could have just popped that in. If you didn't if you, suffer, then why, if you why even suffer hunt? through 400 different people coming in and saying, I got it in one. Yeah, I mean. Did you really catch Faramosa? <laughs> did, you, did you really get that Faramosa in one encounter? Did you, though? Or was it all a fake? I think sometimes, though, people people put in perspective that like the longer the hunt is the more satisfying it is and that is not how i feel about no that is 100 percent not true i was ready to give up on that dagon dupiter there's no amount of this took me 17 days that's fun after the first two hours yeah i would i would probably argue shiny pheromosa is probably one of my most favorite ones because it took zero work. I just tapped A, and then it appeared, and then I caught it. <laughs> and then I i actually think I got a bunch of ribbons on it. I think it's very ribboned up, actually. Usually I say I usually catch a shiny Pokemon that lives in a box forever, but I'm on, I'm on a ribbon mission at this point. Anyways, uh, I mean, Niantic comes out and says <laughs> that you're not getting anything except bragging rights, so... If I mean, I'm glad they said that because it was really my cue to say skipping. Yep. Here's the here's the question for you guys: If it gave you like a little medal, like next year GoFest medal, would you be nope. more inclined to do it? Nope. 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 I don't care about achievements. I don't care about medals. Here's the thing: They are virtual currency, and when this game dies, they'll go away. And generally, the people who want to know are curious for two seconds, and then the conversation moves on to other things. It's not like I'm going to have a throng of boys around me who are like, oh, let me see all your medals. Let us bring you grapes and wine for being so awesome. No, that happens. It's like, did you get it? Yeah, cool. And then you literally move on to anything else that's more interesting to talk about than a bunch of fake medals in virtual space. So you're telling me you didn't update your LinkedIn profile with the medals you've gotten? No, because I actually might need to get a job. (laughs) I do like collecting the medals on a personal level. Like, I like seeing how many Pokemon I've caught or, like, which events I've gone into. But you're you're right. No one actually cares. There's probably somebody out there. You're a collector. You like collecting. Uh, Yeah, I do. But I understand that my collection pleases me. Just like like the the list of shiny Pokemon I have, they, they please me. So when somebody's, oh, how many encounters did it take for you to get? Flabebe, I, I don't remember. I'm sure it's documented somewhere because I have a couple viewers that like to document my stuff. But 
I was re- really excited. I got the shiny white Flabebe. That was that was really cool. But I don't I don't remember how long it took. Uh, I don't even know where it's living right now. I think it's still in XML. <laughs> I would say I'm curious if Niantic will do more stuff like this. But Niantic has done so many one-off things where they're like, "Here's something." Okay, we forgot about it. <laughs> Here's a thing that you could do. But I mean, I'm I'm fine with it because there are players where Pokemon Go is yeah. like their thing. It's their main thing. It's almost their only thing. Give them a challenge. Good. Yeah. Enjoy. Not for me. And I don't feel bad that I'm not going for it. There, well, it's just like Destiny. There are all those skins and, and th- things that, Steve, you felt you needed to collect and get because it was the special uh, PAX exclusive, blah, blah. And I was like, whatever. It literally has zero impact on my ability <laughs> to play and enjoy this game. I will not worry a half second about it. I can't wait till I hit that point in life. You could hit that point in life now. (laughs) There's nothing, there is no barrier that is stopping you from not caring. Not caring is the easiest thing in the world. No, see, he's not a Gen Xer. No, I play, Uh, look, you guys guys have like real jobs. I play Pokemon for a living. I got, I'm still bound by some sort of. What we've got is real apathy. Look, I'm my Jordan Bread 80 style. On on my trainer card in in Pokemon Shield, I'm up to over 3,200 Pokemon caught in that game. And people will yeah. come into my stream, and they'll be like, why are you catching them, streamer? Why aren't you just knocking them out? Mrrr, I'm mad because you're not min-maxing this <laughs> game as quickly as possible. And I'm like, look, viewer who just got here, number one, let me show you my trainer card. Yeah, 3,000 Pokemon caught. What are you sitting at, you plebe? 200? Yeah, get out of oh, here. Number two. Dang, he called him a plebe. Number two. But- I'm looking for some sweet marks. I got I got myself a Jolly Cramorant. I got myself an aggressive Venipede. I'm over here with a Mistdrift and Bufalant. That's because I'm catching them, not knocking them out. And then yeah, they're like, what are You tried marks? to flex your number. And what happened immediately after you flexed your number? Somebody came in and was like, I have 500 more than that. That's true. Somebody, Your flex lasted for like a half a second. I did. I did call out chat and say who had more than me, and one person did have more than me. So now I got to work to beat them. Hey, my rally score is unbeatable too. Anyone got a big? No. <laughs> anyone has a better rally score than me? Somebody What's did have a rally cares score. About the rally. Is that where, like, where you ride your bike real fast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pass. Wait, you're a biker. That should be your total I am thing. a real life biker. If it ain't building my thighs, I'm not doing it and pressing that little. <laughs> if it ain't building your thighs, it's full button. of lies. Exactly. That little bumper button ain't, ain't doing nothing for my legs. I mean, I really don't care. I just, I do like the number going oh, up. Ho, ho. I do like the number <laughs> going up. And if I do knock them out, then I can't tell if they have marks or not. And I do like marked Pokemon because it's another thing to collect. If I already got Boofalant, well, now I can ke- ke- collect Boofalant in a different way. Have you gotten Curry Love and Bufflant by trying to camp at whatever no, I didn't the wetlands? Even think about that. It's another thing I can collect. <laughs> yeah, this I haven't done any Curry stuff in Isle of Armor. I'm a bit bummed they didn't add new Curry, but kind of figured. Wait, did we talk about the real issue? What's that, the real issue? Once again, back to Snapchat life. I have literally maxed out 
the number of berries oh, you yeah. can grow for every possible berry in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I have 999 of every berry you can get in Are that game. Are you flexing that, your berries on us? That right is, that is and, my flex. Okay, we right. found it. We dug it up. And you can do nothing with Captain, them. You can't exactly. move them anywhere. Yep. I am, I am Captain Berry Farmer. <laughs> And I'm so sad because it's like every day I had some berries to plant and some berries to grow. And it's like, no. Nope. <laughs> and the game's like, nope, you're done. I can't even grow more of them because once you hit 999, it doesn't matter how many more you grow. They don't want them. They won't keep them. Well, you can dump what, 100 in those containers and send them off on a, you know adventures. Berries? No, yeah. No, those are the beans. Beans. Oh, that's right. The beans. Well, get wrecked. Flying Skill type- challenge two. <laughs> Flying type Pokemon appearing more in the wild. Ducklet makes its get- debut. Flying Pikachu will appear in raids and in the wild. Jumpstart research is back. This is actually really good. So that means if you haven't played in a while, if you missed last year's jump research, it's the same exact jumpstart research, but it uh, is designed to give you a bunch of Stardust and XP and some encounters. I think Dratini is one of them. Eevee is one of them. I think the jumpstart is where you're guaranteed a shiny Eevee at the end. Uh, and then take, I believe you can take five snapshots a day to get fly five flying Pikachus in your house. Uh, by the time this podcast is up, Ho-Oh will probably be close to being over, but Ho-Oh return for the weekend from Friday, July 3rd to July 6th. Ho-Oh is around. I have seen zero of them and I can see five gyms from my house. I don't, I complained about this before, but. The, the last time I complained about this, I think, was the clone Pokemon, where I was, like, in packs, and I saw, like, 400 gyms, and I, like, never saw a Venusaur spawn. I only saw, like, yeah. Charizard and Blastoise. This doesn't, this doesn't benefit anyone except people in discords or Facebook groups, and don't make, stop making me do this, Niantic. I don't want to join somebody's discord or Facebook to find a ho-oh. Just do what you're doing with Wednesday nights. Just say, look, trainers, 6 o'clock, Wednesday, do it. And then I don't have to coordinate with anyone. I just know people will show up at six because you <laughs> set the time, Niantic. You can control this. Just say like, ho-oh, this weekend, noon to two. And then I know that I can go to a park with a bunch of gyms and I know ho-oh will spawn at noon and there will be people there. Just stop this randomness. I hate it so much. I don't want to use a Discord. I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast. You know what the worst thing Whoa. about the Milwaukee Discord is? Okay, here we go. Here the it people. is. Well, the people, the Milwaukee Discord. I'm uh, sometimes, you know, I'm in a situation where, uh, uh, you know, I see a group of people. Uh, I can tell that they're nerdy enough that they're probably, or they're boomer enough that they're playing Pokemon Go. So I pull over. I'm like, oh, cool, Giratina raid, sweet. Uh, I'll jump in this Giratina raid with these with these players. There's always every time. There's always like one person that's like very nice, and they come over and they're like, oh, hey, blah blah blah. Are you in the Discord? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm in the, the Discord. And here's the thing about the... This is why when people come in, they're like, why don't you just join a Discord? Let me tell you about the Milwaukee Discord. <laughs> the Milwaukee Discord is is a ploy. It's fake. It doesn't... It, it, it exists only t- for you to be judged. Because by being in the Milwaukee Discord, you're not in the real Discord. You have to join the Milwaukee Discord. And then there's a real Discord that they will promote you to if they deem you worthy enough to participate. And this sounds like Pokemon players right there. So I was in the plebe discord. This is the word of the day. 
<laughs> I was in I was in the budget Discord and I didn't say anything. And everyone in that Discord stays in that Discord because they're not good enough to get moved into the good Discord. And let me tell you what I'm not doing in life. I am not going to parade and dance around to Im- to impress the gatekeeping better Milwaukee Discord to earn the honor to get into the better Discord. No, 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 no. You can keep your Pokemon Go Discord. <laughs> I have a podcast and therefore should be moved to the upper echelons. I shall not play by your rules. I shall not go through your trials three. Nay, I say the trials nay. three. Okay. <laughs> but this is this is why when people are like, why don't you just join a Discord, Steve? No, I, I, I you don't understand how bad it is in this city. <laughs> But it's the same everywhere. It is literally the same in DC. And I swear, if you I've had heard two it once, discords, yes. And this is the here's what's worse. And I, I say, I, if I've heard it once, I've heard it fifty times. You hear the thing. It's like, well, uh, we had this like Discord or Facebook group or something for our community, and then one of the admins went bad, and then like we had to ban that admin, but then they started another Discord, and all these other people who were sympathetic to them went over to that Discord. So now all the groups are split, and nobody likes each other, and we can't show up in the same. And I'm like, well, okay, when do we get the Jets and the Sharks back? And we're going to have when night fights sh- over Pokemon sh- Go. How many Gatorade bottles were thrown? People take this stuff way too much. Way too seriously. Trainers come out to play. Oh, no, 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 no. That movie, I, I cannot, I cannot condone. <laughs> but just, just like going back to it, if you're going to bring Ho-Oh back for a special re- raid weekend... Just pick a time. Just make them appear at like from eleven to two or Look, three. It is to not six. Niantic's job to make your life easier. Correct. Yeah, but it's their job to get my money. And if if they want me to spend raid passes, I will do it. If they if they can organize this chaos, <laughs> but if there ain't no organizing done by Niantic, they ain't getting no raid passes from me. <laughs> Well, they'll get them from us some other sucker. There's there's one born every minute. Week two. Now that we've finished week one with the too long didn't read version, let me tell you about week two. This will start on July 10th. It is the second GoFest weekly challenge. It will run from July 10th to July 15th. Uh, you have to complete three sets of tasks in the GoFest weekly challenge battle timed research to earn an encounter with Hitmonlee, an encounter with Absol, and a super rocket radar if the following trainers can complete the whatever one million so these will spawn at GoFest. so one million instinct trainers Seed, one million mystic alolan grimer one million valor alolan marowak marowak they all these all seem fine these are all actually pretty competitive pokemon i think too in go battle league so that that seems okay if you complete the GoFest battle research you will earn access to the GoFest elite battle challenge a difficult task for bragging rights. This is this is this is the line. If if there's anything from this podcast you remember, it's what I'm about to read right now. Oh, here we go. It says, "Have your Pokemon ready for battle trainers on Sunday, July 12th, from 11 to 2." It's almost like they planned this. From 11 to 2, there will be a battle-themed event. Hopefully. It won't take over too much of your time. <laughs> to read that again. 
We have an event on July 12th from 11 to 2. It will be battle-themed. Hopefully, it won't take over too much of your time. What does that mean, Niantic? Why are you... What? (laughs) Won't take too much of your time. You're the one making the event. Are you saying it's so bad? We hope it doesn't take you all three hours. It's, it's a ten minute event. It's you celibi. shouldn't be spending more ten minutes than ten minutes on it. That's it's Celebi. That's what it is. Hopefully, time travel Pokemon. Is it you have to win three matches? Hopefully you win the three right off the bat. Otherwise yep. enjoy the next three hours of torture. <laughs> what? If it takes you all three hours, you're doing it wrong, is what it says right there. Well, it's because you, you don't have a meta team. I feel like this line was, like, sarcastic from, like, the developers. They're like, oh, it's a bunch of suckers here. Hopefully it won't take too much of their time. <laughs> and then the copywriter forgot to delete this line. What <laughs> no. I can't assume positive intent of what this line is supposed to, like, make you feel besides pure hatred and anger. <laughs> Thanks for playing Pokemon Go. Hopefully it doesn't waste your entire day. Like, I don't... What are they trying to say here? <laughs> I have no answers for you, friend. No answers. Week three, friendship. <laughs> In the Pokemon Go Fest Weekly Challenge, it's time to celebrate what Pokemon Go is really about. Friendship. Battling. Wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> wasting your time this ch- with your friends this challenge will ask you to t- make make you appreciate your pals your buddy pokemon your fellow trainers send gifts to friends don't forget to attach stickers it might make your friends day do i get day. anything for attaching stickers no. besides the happiness of you bringing get a little Steve joy being rude to us by saying bye all the time bye oh he never sends me any gifts so that's what okay. i sent you a gift last night at 2 a.m will Okay, sure. I didn't notice any sticker on it. I don't think I sent you a sticker. I was out of buy stickers. I only had high stickers. <laughs> uh, Wait, we haven't talked about stickers. What do you guys feel about stickers? They're dumb. Okay. <laughs> I, I enjoy sending them to the special people. I mean, you, have to, you either have to buy them or randomly get them from gifts, and the random ones are often things like, why would I send this to anybody? The sticker is dumb. Oh, I've never noticed, like, because Chris Gavante always sends me, like, one of, like, two Pokemon hugging each other. And I'm like, where did he get that one? Because I'm sure he ain't buying no stickers. I mean, they're really cheap. I mean, I'm not saying you should buy them, but they're... I mean, you want to talk about cheap, we could talk about Chris Gavante. Okay. Uh, so you <laughs> that can get, dude ain't spending get... any extra dimes. You can get... There's a Pikachu and a Raichu hugging each other, and it's you can get 30 stickers for 80 cents. It's pretty cheap. It's a lot of stickers. It's a lot of stickers that do nothing. Again, it's virtual stickers. Send me they real bring stickers. Joy. They spread joy yeah, amongst I mean, your yeah, friends. They spend joy if your friend isn't sending ones that are rude like bye. Bye. But bye. If, if they if they had a mechanic, okay, so we we just spent like forty minutes talking about min maxers and how they like use their Twitter to brag about how many sh- how many XPs they have. But I think there is something nice about a meaningless mechanic that you don't have to care about that is still like... I don't know. When somebody sends me a buy sticker, I think I laugh every time because I think it's so dumb. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Actually, I 
Number one, I will say, I every time Pat from Chicago sends me a sticker, it makes me smile. I find the oh yeah Pikachu one. I was like, why? That one's pretty why good. Why is that like angry? Why is it mad at me? <laughs> I like that sticker oh, a lot yeah. too. Well, like, okay, so I saw a thread being like, if you send somebody a sticker, it should it should increase your your lucky chance or whatever. I'm already lucky friends with everybody I can be lucky friends with. What? The, the, don't waste my time. But the second they add a mechanic to the stickers, then you have to care about the stickers. And sometimes True. it's just nice to like, if you don't like the stickers, then you're not missing out on anything. You're literally not losing anything. What, if they add a mechanic like, oh, more lucky friends or or double yeah. the then then all of a sudden you have to care about it and that would be like some that would be worse sometimes video games just have dumb things it's like the same reason why you buy a like a farfetch hat in the game it doesn't do anything it doesn't like increase your chance to get farfetch but it's still like hey i like this farfetch hat it makes me happy it's two bucks what is two dollars nothing like and so i think the stickers do do like i i Hope they don't actually add a mechanic to them because I don't want to actually worry about them. But I don't think they're ba- I don't think they're bad. Sometimes games they're just need bad. to have they're dumb, just... fun things. And I think, hey, Niantic added something that I, it's like not another mechanic that I have to worry about. I just it the only thing that like they just make them, just put them in the game. Like don't charge for them. It's just another. It's just another thing that they're charging for. Look, Niantic can't make money by not charging for things. (laughs) Yes, they can! I mean, I think of it in, like, a postcard sense. Like, you can... Like, every time I get, like, fancy postcards from Andrew or any other people, they, like... I can't... Andrew's never sent me any fancy postcards. Look. What? You gotta update your LinkedIn profile. With what? Send me postcards? (laughs) (laughs) But you probably have gotten postcards where people like attach stickers to the the postcard or to the envelope, and then I think, well, that was a waste of a sticker. Wait, why are they putting a <laughs> postcard in an envelope that is like I said, postcards defeats- or envelopes, <laughs> <clears throat> or it's that sticky that that wishy washy tape. I don't know what it's called. Where people wishy washy tape? Yeah, it's I like have the no idea what he's talking about. The man has gone over the what? <laughs> literally lost my mind this episode. There's, if you go to like craft stores or specifically like everywhere in Japan, because they're obsessed with stationery in Japan, there's like this tape and like they usually have little, well, the Pokemon centers have Pokemon tape. They have like little Pikachus on or little dittos and like you use the tape to like seal the envelope. I don't know what it's called. Wishy-washy tape is what I call it. That sounds, that Uh, sounds like like very Asian because like licking an envelope is too dirty. Yeah, probably. Also, I haven't licked an envelope since 2000, since they made self-sticking envelopes. That's true. I oh. always I always will pay the extra, like, 40 cents to get the self-sealing. I just use an artificial tongue. Excuse but me? either way, uh, the only postcards I ever get are from Greg's other podcast, and there's yep. never any stickers on there. No. Nope. So, step it up. It is called washi tape. And I think to myself, why would I buy washi tape when envelopes are already self-sealing? But I will say, when somebody sends me an envelope with washi tape and stickers, I go, oh, that's cute. I would never spend that money, but I can appreciate that. So that's what I would... That's cute. That's what I I would compare. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend's friend's clearly a sucker. (laughs) Good, I have that knowledge. (laughs) That's That's how I... 
also compare stickers in Pokemon Go. Like, I am happy to get them, but I go, boy, they're a sucker for spending 80 cents on this. Now I know who to sell this bridge to. I just got a random shiny Turtwig and go. Hey, that's pretty. Hey, stop bragging. Yeah. Bragging rights. No, denier. I, I got to put that on my LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've updated my LinkedIn in five years. That's your problem. You got to put all your Pokemon accomplishments on it. That's why you're not getting a yeah. job at the Pokemon company. I guess so. Uh, we're on the uh, friendship stuff. Complete tasks, uh, the friend t- time friendship to encounter Alolan Raichu, Petalil, Lucky Egg. Same stuff at GoFest. One million Instinct will get Togetic. One million Mystics will get Dratini. One million Valors will get Litwick. No one, no one wants Togetic. No, unless this Togetic can be shiny, no one wants it. People already have enough Togepies and whatnots. Also, Dr- everyone's sick of Dratini too. I don't know. I'm sick of Dratini. There was one time where we were all like all about getting that Dratini, yeah. but no longer. No more. So is there one? So, okay. So first week, Instinct needs to have to do their stuff for Chimeco. Second week. Mm, second week. Mystic. Mystic for Grimer. And then final week, we want Valor for Litwick. Everybody else can take time off for those. Sure. I mean, who knows if that's, I, who knows if that's happening? Also, Niantic can just lie about these numbers. <laughs> it's not that like, there's a website we can check. <laughs> uh, you'll earn access to GoFest Elite Friendship Challenge, difficult set of tasks for bragging rights. Uh, they haven't said what that is yet. Petalil will make its Pokemon Go debut with the... Oh, I'm assuming that's the Friday, July 17th. Shiny Bellsprout will make its debut then. Petalil will make its debut. Summer Style Pikachu will be appearing in the wild. And then unique snapshots. So that's it. That's is a, summer style the straw hat? They haven't said. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe the Sulphur Road data mined it and they, they it's the same model or it's a new model. I'm not 100% sure. July's a busy month for Pokemon Go. I do like the Pikachu and the Raichu stickers. <laughs> is that the ones where they're hugging? Yeah. Yeah, I like those two. That's it. That's the Pokemon Go news. There's a lot. Well, I mean, we're getting up there for Pokemon Go Fest, so yeah, but it's going to keep building. Build the hype. Last bit of news here is uh, the Pokemon Company group donates $5 million to organizations around the world following Go Fest 2020. They actually provided some charities here. Uh, they did tweet. We said we would help hold them accountable because, you know, they have to report to us. We have very powerful LinkedIn's. We are the arbiters of Pokemon justice. Correct. This was put out on July 2nd. The Pokemon Company Group, which includes the Pokemon Company International and its parent organizations, the Pokemon Company, recently announced the intent to donate a a minimum of $5 million USD to the following following Pokemon Go Fest. This donation is in addition to the $5 million USD minimum that their partners Niantic, publisher and developer of Pokemon Go, also committed giving the organizations to give organizations following the event. The Pokemon Company's group donation will benefit charitable, non-profitable organizations around the world to improve the lives of children, which is a key pillar of the Pokemon Pokemon brand's global philanthropical effect. Philanthropical? Possibly? Yeah. Philanthropical. A Seeking to remote the welfare of others is the definition. <laughs> Thanks. To remote the welfare? 
promote. To promote, yeah. Okay. A large portion of the organizations receiving funds from this donation were chosen due to their focus on diversity, equality, and inclusion as part of the Pokemon Company group, Pokemon Company's group's ongoing commitment to black communities. This includes organizations supporting education and mentorship for black children. Below is the list of organizations around the world receiving funds from the Pokemon Company group. It's really weird to follow the Pokemon Company with the word group. Following Pokemon Go Fest, more organizations will be added once confirmed. All right, so this is what they have so far. Ardotch, no clue what that is. Black, Never heard of it. Black Girls Code, I've, had her, I've heard of that. Yes. Uh, Boys and Girls Club of Canada. I mean, Boys and Girls Club International is yeah. a longstanding well, organization. Well, they're, I guess, focused on Canada, I guess. Uh, Ardoc Australian's Children's Education Charity. Got it. Plan International. I haven't heard of that I one. I don't know that one, no. Save the Children. Stephen Lawrence Charitable Trust. Uh, the Trevor Project. Nice. Uh... Plan International is an independent development and humanitarian organization which works in 71 countries across the world in Africa, Americas, and Asia to advance children's rights and equality for girls. I don't know how to say this. U-N-I-C-E-F. UNICEF. UNICEF, You were not a child in the 70s. Or 80s. Did you not collect coins for UNICEF on Halloween? No. I have... Tell me more. You didn't have your little box? Wait, so you, you you'd get a you get a little cardboard box bank thing okay. at school, and then you, you put your Valentine's together. Day cards in it. No, no. this is for and Halloween. On Halloween, you'd go around to get candy, and then you'd hold out your Unicef Unicef box and make them feel guilty, and then they would dig through the purse to give you pennies and dump them in there. United Nations oh, International yeah. Children's Education Fund. Or you did what I did, never put the box together, put it in a folder, and promptly forgot about it. Yeah, no, Much I... Much like the 70s, yes. Yes. <laughs> I uh, never heard of that. Uh, the last charity on this list is World Vision, which I also have never heard of. Sponsor a child, World Vision International. Oh, is that what that is? World Vision International is an evangelical Christian humanitarian aid and development and ag ag advocacy group. That does stuff. I mean, there's no doubt that children are a big part of the Pokemon Company's audience. Uh, they yes. believe that children are the future. But also, I agree with them that most adults are a lost cows at this point, so you might as well invest in children. Some of my best friends are adults, thank you very much. I have adult friends. <laughs> I would say most of them are probably a lost cause. <laughs> well, I'm sure after GoFest, I'm sure we'll get another update. I'm sure by then they'll they'll donate the money and they'll probably have their final list of charities. Um, probably by the end of the month, five million dollars a lot. Well, ten million dollars if you count yeah. Antic. It's a lot of money. Well, and that's the minimum, right? They could they could surprise us and be like, we donated twenty five million. It's true. I'm sure one of their accountants is running the numbers of what the minimum donation is I'll to get there. Keep the accountants out of it because accountants break. are going to say, don't don't no donations, no fiscal responsibility. Accountants don't know how to have fun. <laughs> Some of them do. They do Sudoku and other number-based fun things. Okay, fun is a matter of perspective, <laughs> much like Pokemon engagement rings. Greg, give us our Pokemon of the week. All right, That's ready? not Greg's job. 
Oh, it's sorry. Pokemon League. <laughs> question of the week. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. It's fun to ask the question of the week. It's fun to ask the question of the week. You can take Kabu into Urshifu and give it its favorite meal. Is that from The Simpsons? No. <laughs> You're a bad, bad man, Will Anderson. Chris says, in Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass announcement, it appears that the Isle of Armor is to the east of Galar. The Crown Tundra is the south. Do you think they'll announce another expansion where they will let you explore other new areas to the north and to the west? That's a pretty good question, actually. Um, so how, we, we, how is that possible? Crown Tundra is supposed to be cold. How can it be south? That's foolishness. The south is cold. The south Pole. Not in Galar. <laughs> well, we don't know where we don't know where Galar is. Yeah, but th- when you go on the routes, you don't get to frosty cold land until you're up at the top in the north. You're assuming that's north. Oh dear. <laughs> you know it is north. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Maybe there's a snow problem that's happening in the south, and that's why we're there exploring. It's all the snows who actually made the, it cold yeah. in the north. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Forced to leave their Tundra Island. I, okay, I will say two things. One, I think it would be great to explore new areas, because so far, like the areas that they're doing. I think the bigger question is, do we think that they won't have a game next year that they want to that they'll want to promote like is a new, if a new game isn't coming out and they really think we want to extend the shelf life of sword and shield then no like we're not going to get them but if there's not a new game coming out or it's not coming out until november then i could see them doing a north and west i think the likelihood of any more dlc is not not likely <laughs> no i just, i don't see it happening yeah, I don't know if I see more DLC happening either. I feel like the content we got in, like, maybe some people would disagree with me, but I feel like the content in the Isle of Armor is enough to, is enough that it felt like a third version, right? The only difference yeah. is they like spread it out in between the games. So it's like you're doing the same first two gyms and then you get a little bit of something new and then you're doing the next three gyms and then you're getting a little bit of something new and then all of a sudden you're doing Rainbow Rocket and then you're like, ah, yeah, I guess that was, I don't know if that was worth $40, but it was better than the last game, but only because it had more content. But uh, to me, I, I feel like the Crown Tundra is going to be like the, uh, in what do they call it in auras? The the Hoopa Rings? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were the the portals to bring in legendaries. Yeah. About the big, the yeah. Circus up? yeah. And then, Those were Hoopa Rings. And Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon is the wormholes. So I, I, I don't know if. There will be this like grand story that some people are expecting. I don't think so. I think it'll be another like two to three hour story. And then it will be here are a bunch of ways to catch legendary Pokemon, which which is like exactly what the end of Omega Ruby and the end of Ultra Sun Ultra Moon was was like, yep, here's a bunch yeah. of legendary Pokemon and you're done. And if you don't want to buy it, you don't you don't get these legendary Pokemon. So do you think like this year is the end of Sword and Shield? Like they're... I just don't know what they do after it. Like what else couldn't they add? Well, it's not the end because they're going to have to have events and everything like that. But I don't think they're going to be doing any kind of full size DLC now. 
But this is the the problem too, right? Like if they if they if Crown Tundra comes out in November and then they mm-hmm. announce a new game, let's just say for talking points, let's just say they're Gen 4 remakes in Confirmed in in January or February. I mean like I don't really care How what they dare announce. You. So if they announce a remake and they're like, "Okay, you know, let's look at the patterns here. We'll put Dynamaxing into Gen 4 because it's part of the same gen. And then, you know, you can get other Pokemon you're missing from the Pokedex. That comes out in November. So what what do you want? What do you want your trainers to do for a year? Like almost a year. The same thing that we used to do in like 2014 and 2015 when Game Freak took a year off. Just enjoy the game we have. <laughs> Wait yeah, for a new DLC of the North. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if they did it. I agree. I don't think it's very likely, but I, 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 I think it's more likely if they don't have a solid, solid plan for what's happening next year. Because things right now are a little wonky. Like a pretty big explosion of people being very excited for the DLC and pretty happy with it. And then they just all kind of fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> I'm They're still playing... loving it, still playing it every day. Like They're they... still playing the game. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm still playing it every day because there's still a bunch of things I need to do. But most Pokemon fans, they consume the content and then they move to other games. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they consume the content in like a weekend. And then they went back to Animal Crossing because Animal Crossing had an update. Or they went to whatever other new game is coming out. I don't even know what games came out recently. I'm sure there's a bunch. There's a remake of Tony Hawk coming out eventually. Um, hey, Tony Hawk oh. Shows Gates. At least with like a third version, you, you're forcing your trainers to shrug, th- tr- like sloth through all that content again, just to see the new stuff. Not, not, not I, and I don't think that's better. I think this, I think the DLC part is better. Like I don't need to play through the game I've already played through four times to see the new content. I do think it's better, but it's just like a a thing that Pokemon fans I feel like are not used to. But I don't, I don't know what they would be able to add in a future DLC that isn't just well, more Pokemon, another wild area, another two-hour story, and mega like Pokemon dens. A couple yeah. new features. I mean, just like use you, that. This is why you don't work for the Pokemon yeah. company because your you imagination, no imagination is insufficient. It's going to be a Galarian spaceport that takes us to another Pokemon planet. <laughs> in the in the north, you can build secret bases and build your own gym. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right. <laughs> Just blissy bases. <laughs> all blissy bases all the time. I'm okay with whatever they do. If they want to take a year off, that's fine. <laughs> if they want to give more yeah, DLC, that's fine. I mean, we don't fine. want it to be Call of Duty. If they want to announce it, like, whatever they do, I'm actually pretty okay with. Uh, look, this company likes to make money. I'm sure they actually have a plan. Uh, yeah, they do. They didn't become a $95 billion company by being like, I don't know what we'll do next. <laughs> all right well pokemon of the week all right so last week's pokemon was uh i didn't try very hard that was part of the problem oh goodness i lost the text what was it It was a limited distribution for a certain time period it's a very forgettable pokemon nobody ever wants to use it um i didn't say it in the in the dealy but uh it was in a movie because I think that's like the only reason it existed uh, was to be in the movie. 
Um, what else do we have here? It is the last Pokemon in the central Kalos Pokedex, even though it was distributed when the Hoenn region was the primary region and one month before we all started exploring Alola. There you go. That's the only clue you need. Who is that Pokemon? It's... Wishy-washy. Oh. How could you get wishy-washy before we started exploring Alola? Dude. Because you're a pro player. You're a pro hacker. Elite hacker. <laughs> I wrote down Genesex. It's Volcanion. Volcanion was the last X and Y Pokemon. Wow. Was it? Yeah. That's yeah, a bad Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't paying attention and I forgot about it. But, I mean, I mean, the main clue was that we discussed it in the program when it was discovered through a data miner. <laughs> and we were all like, oh, this is cool. It's the first ever water fire Pokemon. And then by the time it finally came out, we were like, nope. Do we care. even care about this no. anymore? That movie was awful. Yeah, that movie did not do that Pokemon justice. Oh, That's the only gracious. trivia. It's the only fire water Pokemon. Wow. It I don't know. has a decent shuffle i kind of like i don't know it could be better shiny's real good though uh, well how do you shiny hunt a volcanion they're probably shiny locked because it's yeah, a I mean, it is locked, but, yeah but the one that they have on bulbapedia is real sweet all right so this week's pokemon of the week is we're gonna get weird oh boy but i'm guarantee greg will get oh, this one no Pressure. Within the boundaries of Minneapolis, there are numerous lakes, with three of the largest being Lake of the Isles, Bidet Makaska, which is really hard to say, and Lake Harriet. When riding my bike around the city, I most frequently circle one or two of these lakes, depending on my mood that day. All three lakes are popular gathering places for the people of the city who frequently engage in walking, running, bathing, sunbathing, or even bike riding. If I were you, I would have more knowledge of each lake's ecology and geological development. I would know what the human impacts on the lake wildlife are and how that could best be managed. It's been real bad. FYI. If I were me, I would feel strongly about each lake's place in Minneapolis society. I would get sentimental about the sunrise over Lake Harriet. I would care about the well-being of people visiting the lakes. Ultimately, though, I am us and I have the willpower to choose each day which lake to visit, which lake I will circle on my bike as I pursue exercise and fresh air. Ultimately, willpower is having both choice and the willingness to make a decision. In Minneapolis, there are no guardians to keep us from the lakes. See, that's so easy. I'm sure everybody's just like right at the top of their heads, right at the tip of their tongues. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's our episode. That's it. We're done. Uh, if you want to help out, you can do the podcast awards thing that we talked about. That'll be in the show notes. If you want some stuff to watch when you're working at home, I've been streaming still every day on Twitch, twitch.tv slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Same as the Twitter. Same as the YouTube. Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. And that's it. I think that's our show. 
I guess uh, everyone at the end of this episode is updating their LinkedIn profile for proper b- bragging rights. Uh, I did that, yes, while we were recording. Yep. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. And uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super. Check my LinkedIn for my current resume. I may be looking for a job. Well, you've got five days to find out. Yep. A quick shout out to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to isc.cash if you would like to support the podcast. A shout out to our producers of this episode, Kevin, Potato, Riton, Liam, Courtney, Casey, Kay, Patrick, Jetsy, Catherine, and Matthew, Dave. Special thanks to our executive producers, Spencer, Anthony, and Lewis. Thank you guys so much for your support. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week.